Hello and welcome to another episode of Outsmart Charles. I'm Charles Bennett and I'm getting way too old for this sort of thing. Let's meet tonight's contestants. A web accessibility consultant from Pico Rivera, Dez. A self-employed artist and sad mohawk wearer from Long Beach, Bree. And a stagehand <laughs> from Las Vegas, Brad. In the first round, contestants will be dealing with categories of my own devising for uh, to see how far they can get, which generally is not very far. Let's take a look at tonight's categories. The year is 1900, cold plays, three people who've never been in my kitchen, the dreaded category where Charles asks hard questions of science. Dun, 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 dun. Dang it. I knew I should have taken that left coin at Albuquerque. We got to kill this mofo and put him in a bag. First world problems. And finally, now I'm not saying that the last category is dead white guys, but it's dead white guys. I'll take cold place. Okay, cold plays. Dandelion, Sunglow, and Gamboge are shades of this color. Uh, pass. Uh, yellow. That's correct. Through dry air, it's approximately 766 miles per hour. Pass. Bree. Pass. Pass. Red. Uh, speed of sound. That's correct. Good job. Yes, back to you. It's Spanish for long live life. Uh, viva la vida. That's correct. Anybody figure out the uh, joke about this category? Uh, I'm getting there. <laughs> each, each of the answers is also a song by Coldplay. Yellow, Speed of Sound, and Viva La Vida. Very clever. The next category is yours, Bree. Uh, the year is 1900. The year is 1900, and I think I'm going to go to the Olympics and World's Fair in this European capital. Uh, Paris? That's correct. The year is 1900, and I'm listening to the Maple Leaf Rag by this African-American ragtime composer. Pass. Brad. Uh, pass. Ooh, yes. Uh, pass. Okay, nobody could remember Scott Joplin. Scott Joplin. The year is 1900, and I'm buying a camera by this brand founded by George Eastman in Rochester, New York. Kodak. That's correct. And Brad, the, the action's now on you. Where would you like to go? First world problems. I got them first world problems, first world problems. Since I don't own a Keurig, I'll have to get my coffee at this Seattle-based retailer founded in 1971. A Starbucks? That's correct. I can't remember if the car I drove to the mall was a Buick or an Impala made by this make named after a Swiss American race car driver. Oh, man. Uh, Chevy? That's correct. Named for Louis Chevrolet. It's been at least a week since I've ridden first class on this largest Airbus jet.
Uh, pass. Yes. 747. I'm sorry, 747s are made by Boeing. Three. Pass. The largest Airbus jet is the A380. The A380. Bigger than the 747. So big that uh, some airports actually had to rebuild their runways to accommodate. All righty, let's take a look at the scores. Uh, with three categories down, Brad and Bree have 25 apiece. Dez, 14. And Dez, the action goes to you. The dreaded category where Charles asks hard questions of science, please. Dun, 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 dun. This third place medal is an alloy of copper and tin. Bronze. That's correct. This African mammal can reach 18 feet or more in height. Giraffe. That's correct. Don't call it a comeback, folks. This variable used in calculating force is the derivative of velocity. Uh, distance? No. For the derivative, not the integral. Three. Uh, pass. <clears throat> pass. Brad. Speed? No, I don't believe we can accept that. The answer we were looking for was acceleration. Ah. Okay. As you're on the right track, but I believe you gave the integral instead of the derivative. Bree, where would you like to go next? We gotta kill this mofo. Willie Loman kills himself in an auto accident in this Arthur Miller drama. Pass. Brad. Pass. Dez. Pass. Yeah, nobody remembered the ending to Death of a Salesman. <sighs> Never seen it, heard it, or read it, so. Lavinia, Chiron, Demetrius, Tamara, and Saturninus are people who die in this Shakespearean bloodbath tragedy. Pass. <laughs> Brad. I should know this one. Yes, you uh, should. <laughs> Me too. Pass. Yes. Uh, Othello? I'm sorry, that's incorrect. They all died in Titus Andronicus, uh, generally considered one of the bloodiest uh, of Shakespeare's plays. So we got baked in a pie. Name three people who get killed off in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Mm. Pass. Brad, want to try this one? Uh, one of the twin brothers. I don't know his name. Uh, Dumbledore and... Eh. Okay, well, he, unfortunately, we would have needed to know which twin. And I believe John Dumbledore gets killed off in the sixth book, not the seventh mm -hmm. one. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. So Dobby the Hell Self, Fred Weasley, and... Uh, well, Voldemort. I believe that's correct, is it not, John? That is correct. There were three different Dumbledores killed off in that book as well, just not the one you're thinking of. 
but three people <laughs> oh, with the last right, name. Oh, right, right, so, because there's oh, the, the thing right. where him and Gellert Grindelwald and there's that big duel and Dumbledore's sister gets killed. So I suppose if you had named the, uh, if we had asked for more specific on Dumbledore, you could have gotten three with that, but uh, <gasps> I don't know if you'd Ariana, the that's the name of the sister that gets killed off in the duel between uh, Abelforth and Albus and Gellert Grindelwald. Yeah, you yep. forget about that because it's in flashback. Yeah. And there, there are some other ones. Uh, Bellatrice Lestrange, Colin Creevy, Remus Lupin, Nymphadora Tonks. Uh, actually, I think Grindelwald gets killed off in the seventh one. He he was imprisoned and then somebody kills him. That was a great question. Brad, uh, the action is to you. Let's go with dead white guys. This former riverboat pilot once said, there is no distinctly Native American criminal class except Congress. There is no distinctly Native American criminal class except Congress. Pass. Des, there is no distinctly Native American criminal class except Congress. Pass. Uh, Mark Twain. Mark Twain. There is no distinctly outsmart Charles category except dead white guys. (laughs) This South Carolinian resigned as vice president after classing with President Andrew Jackson over nullification, states' rights, and high tariffs. Ass. Des. Pass. Bree? Pass. Nobody could come up with John C. Calhoun. No way. <laughs> nope. Nobody remembers anything <laughs> from middle school and high school American history? Of course not. Nope. <laughs> that was way too long ago, man. I took it in college, too, and I still don't remember. The Brooklyn Bridge was built by this family of engineers. Ah, pass. Yes. The Rockefellers? The Rockefellers were businessmen. They were not engineers. Bree. I just listened to a podcast on this last week, too, and I cannot for the life of me remember, so... Pass. Nobody could remember the Roblings. John Augustus <laughs> and Washington Augustus Roblin. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of pink on my uh, spreadsheet. And on that note, I uh, I think it's time to uh, pay for my uh, exorbitant necktie bill. We'll be right back after this short break. Don't leave now. There's more show coming up. Help us grow the show by subscribing to Outsmart Charles on YouTube. Welcome back to Outsmart Charles. Let's get to know our contestants to a disturbing level. Des, I uh, I hear you are a web uh, web accessibility consultant now, but prior to that, you were a stand up comic. Uh, uh, yeah, so I've i uh, so I'm a totally blind man, and so I I you know back in the day, I felt like a, a perspective that was missing was a a blind person's. So I would write jokes about my life and go out and perform them. And 
Uh, I think it went pretty well for a few years until I started to see how light my bank account was. Uh, and so here I am. <laughs> uh, Bree, um, can you uh, tell us uh, what kind of art projects you've been uh, working on lately? Uh, I mean, right now I'm a resin artist. So actually what you see behind me is kind of where I'm storing all of my supplies and um, finished products. But uh, I do a lot of like resin ocean stuff kind of been doing art my whole life. I've worked on a couple of low budget music videos and films and stuff in the art department. So right now, actually this room, I'm trying to get organized. So that's kind of been my main project for the last two months. So you've gone <laughs> from low budget music videos to a low budget quiz show. Yep, but hey, it's fun. That's all that matters, right? Now, uh, Brad, you're a stagehand. Uh, anything, uh, any uh, any productions you're excited about that uh, that uh, you can share that aren't covered by NDAs? I can state a movie I want. I can't name the movie, but I just worked a Zoe Deschanel movie a couple months ago, which was really fun and hoping to see that out soon. And I uh, hope everybody gets to experience that. That'll be a really fun, fun movie. Okay, well, it's good to meet you all. Let's uh, take a look at where the game stands. With three categories left, it's still anybody's game. Dez has 41, Bree has 30, and Brad has 23. There are three categories remaining. Three people who've never been in my kitchen. Dang it, I, I knew I should have taken a left twine at Albuquerque and put him in a bag. And Dez, it is your board. I'll take three people in my kitchen. Three people who've never been in my kitchen. This Latina who played Gloria on Modern Family has never, to the extent of my knowledge, been in my kitchen. Sofia Vergara? Sofia Vergara is correct. Yes. This African-American educator who was the first president of Tuskegee and dined with Teddy Roosevelt died before making it to my kitchen. Do I need uh, to repeat that? Uh, Booker T. Washington? Booker T. Washington is correct. As a second act to appearing as Cliff Clavin on Cheers, this man has had a voice role in almost every Pixar film. Um, pass. Brad. Uh, pass. Bree? Pass. Okay, you don't you you don't remember the guy who said uh in the very famous Cheers episode, who are three people in my who've never been in my kitchen? I don't know. That was Don't John. know his name. That was yeah. John Ratzenberger. Uh, I definitely know him. What have you forgotten that? Who among <laughs> other things plays Ham the piggy bank in Toy Story and Mac the Mac the Mack truck in cars. Brad's board. Uh, let's take, dang it, I should have taken that left turn at Albuquerque. Dang it! I knew I should have taken a left turn at Albuquerque. Dang it, this carrot tastes like air. If you travel 90 miles north from Albuquerque, you'll end up in this city associated with the Manhattan Project. Know this. Not to pass. Three. Uh, 
So pass. No, we oh no, pass, yeah. <laughs> Is if you travel 90 miles north from Albuquerque, you'll end up in this city associated with the Manhattan Project. Ah, Roswell. Oh, I'm sorry. We were going for Los Alamos. Ah. Roswell is associated with something else. Maybe Roswell will show up the next time. Travel northwest from Albuquerque for 200 miles and you'll end up on land belonging to these indigenous peoples. Pass. Three. Uh, the Lakota? Oh, I'm sorry, the Lakota are located in a diff, are historically native to a different part of the United States. Des. Pass. Okay, we would have accepted the Navajo or the Apache. Navajo is my second guess. <laughs> Travel 285 miles east from Albuquerque to end up in this burg that's home of the Cadillac and Big Texan Steak. That should be steak like S-T-E-A-K. I don't know how I messed that up. Steak ranches. Um, pass. Three. Uh, pass. Yes. Hey, <laughs> nobody can come up with Amarillo. Amarillo text. <laughs> Bree, the last category is yours and put him in a bag. Going in the last category, Des has 70, Bree has 29, and Brad has 23. Bree, if you run this category, the game is yours. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. A secret is revealed when this animal is let out of the bag. A cat. That's correct. This is the capital of Iraq. Uh, Baghdad? That's correct. Woo! Bags, tricks, and double nil are terminologies associated with this 1930s card game. Uh, bridge. That's correct. Oh. Yes. <laughs> wow. Oh, it broke up there. Charles, he, he said it's incorrect. Oh, okay. I just oh. heard correct. I thought it was the <laughs> ultimate comeback right there. I'm sorry. If you guys want to reshoot that, I can pretend to be surprised. <laughs> it's all good. Oh, okay. That's wow. fine. That's fine. Okay, let's give, <laughs> let's give you all a couple minutes to we get we, no. Well, Des, uh, it's on you. It's not bridge. Uh, um, rummy. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Brad, uh, you know, want to give this a go? Uh, uh euchre. No, the card game is spades. Oh. Anybody ever played spades on their computer? No. Nope. Well, let's take a look at the scores. Brad, uh, 
He is uh, decidedly in third. Bree has 58, and uh, Dez in the lead with uh, 69. Nice. <laughs> in a few moments, Dez will face off with me in the final round. But first, take a moment to hear from our sponsors. Want to watch the show without annoying ads like these? Become a supporter at patreon.com slash outsmartcharles. Want to watch the show without annoying ads like these? Become a supporter at patreon.com slash outsmartcharles. Welcome back to Outsmart Charles. Dez has managed to score 69 points in the first round to face off Charles in the final here as they will battle in questions that I have written for them in categories they chose for themselves and put themselves in this predicament. Categories are Southern California Historic Landmarks, U.S. History, Harry Potter, Hip Hop Music and Events, and Pro Wrestling. Dez, you have first choice. Let me take Pro Wrestling. Interestingly, Brad also chose Pro Wrestling, so there was a uh, two-thirds chance this was going to be an option today. Wow. Yeah. Be friends with Brad after this. There was a there's a two thirds chance of uh, a category that uh, that those challengers know everything about and I don't. No chance you don't know this wrestling promoter and current CEO of WWE. Vince McMahon. That is correct. That was about the one thing I know about pro wrestling is that Vince McMahon is involved. <laughs> and I think there's some other McMahons involved too. The eighth wonder of the world, he stood over seven feet tall and was the first inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame. Andre the Giant. Correct. The youngest to win the WWE Championship in 2004, he is also the only person to hold primary heavyweight championships in WWE, UFC, NJPW, and the NCAA. Brock Lesnar. Correct. In 1996, Dwayne Johnson made his WWF debut under this name, a tribute to his father and grandfather. Uh, that would be Rocky Maivia. That is correct. All right, all right. In a July 1982 episode of Late Night with David Letterman, this comedian supposedly suffered a broken neck from this wrestler's pile driver. Looking for two answers here. Uh, Andy Kaufman. And the wrestler? Jerry Lawler. That is correct. I'm doomed. <laughs> All right, a nice run of the category there and uh, definitely shows me that I got to do some deeper dives to write some harder wrestling questions for the future. No, John, you have a life and I don't. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Charles, the board is yours. Let's see what esoteria is in U.S. history. Adjusting for inflation, he was the wealthiest American of all time thanks to his standard oil company. Now is the time for Rockefeller. That is John D. Rockefeller Sr. That is correct. Born in Staten Island in 1794, this railroad tycoon's descendants include Anderson Cooper and Timothy Oliphant. Or Cornelius Vanderbilt. Correct. This wealthy American's gospel of wealth preached progressive taxation and an estate tax to help rich people benefit society. should know this guy's name. You probably do know this guy's name. Is it Carnegie? It is Carnegie. So now we're going to get more difficult here. <clears throat> Maybe. I don't know. 
This Philadelphian philanthropist and slave owner, uh, if you can put those two words in the same sentence, uh, his personal bank was the main source of government credit during the War of 1812. Is, is that Stephen Gerard? That is Stephen Gerard. I thought it was uh, oxymoronic that his, uh, his biography lists him as a philanthropist and slave owner. He should have redirected his, 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 his philanthropy in different directions. And I believe he was, uh, by the end of his life, he was uh, completely blind. For most of his life, he was blind in one eye. And I think before he died, he was blind in the other eye. All right, let's see if you can also run this category. This Holy Roman Empire-born American businessman created a fur trade monopoly before getting into New York real estate to become the first U.S. multimillionaire. Shouldn't that be fur with a U, John? Probably. Furs like beaver pelts, not furs like fur trees. You know, I thought I copied it directly, so maybe he did sell Christmas trees, okay? He opened the first Christmas tree lot. Now yeah, he opened it, it in, he, he opened it in Astoria, Oregon, which is named for him. Uh, this is John Jacob Astor. It is John Jacob Astor. His name is my and, name, and, too. And, and, and that's an easier question than Steven Gerrard. Well, maybe, but you didn't even know about did, his Christmas did, tree how business. Did, how did a guy who voted for Bernie Sanders in 2016 run a category about captains of industry? The top 1% of contestants answer 99% of the questions. All right, Des. Uh, Southern California historic landmarks, Harry Potter, or hip-hop music and events. Historic Southern California landmarks. Oh, dealing one of Charles's categories there. All right. You will regret this. <laughs> Probably. You will regret this. <laughs> uh, after his first adobe was destroyed in a flood, he built this now historic landmark on the corner of Pioneer Boulevard and Whittier Boulevard. Uh, wow. The uh, Pioneer Mission? I'm sorry, no, Charles. P.O. Pico, Des, didn't you say you were from P.O. Uh, Pico Rivera? Sadly, I did, yes. Yes, this is P.O. <laughs> Pico. Literally wow. the guy who you're town is half named for yes looking for pio pico or the uh casa de governor pio pico or pio pico mansion i Could... believe it i believe it was built on the side or next to uh some sort of indigenous village i because of course whittier boulevard was once el camino real did you know that that's why it's got the bells on it this historic landmark includes the la brea tar pits and the los angeles county museum of arts Um, the, uh, <laughs> it's just called downtown LA. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll say the, uh, the, uh, arts district. Sorry, no, Charles, what's it called? I believe they're all in Hancock Park. That is correct. Oh, I've never got that. <laughs> A barn used by this director to make the first Hollywood feature-length film in 1913 was relocated to Paramount Studios in 1927 and is ready for its close-up. Uh, Lot 64? Sorry, no, Charles. I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeMille. 
Is it Cecil B. DeMille? It is Cecil B. DeMille. All right, still time to steal some as these get uh, either potentially more difficult, but also more point value here. This terminus of the Los Angeles-Owens River Aqueduct, completed in 1918, was designated a California Historical Landmark in 1958. Uh, the San Gabriel River? Uh, looking for the terminus point. So the... The term... Oh, what is... Uh, the, um... The riverbed? Sorry, no, Charles. Looking for the name for this. Oh, it could be two things. It could be one of two things. Is it the 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 flume thingy that that comes down the hill where the five and the two ten meet? I don't know. Looking for the Is name of the, the one that was made a historical landmark in 1958 after being completed in 1918. The the flume, the flume. I I, <laughs> uh, I can't get any more specific. The flume. We're looking for the cascades. I warned you this would be a difficult category, Des. Yeah, you were right. Oh, this man. is a tough one because I got to try to write questions that can stump Charles here. <laughs> and I, 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 literally, literally, there are 50 coffee table architecture books within 15 feet of where I am sitting. If only you had those opened. <laughs> The site of this first Southern California newspaper, which ran from 1851 to 1879, is a historical landmark. Um, the Berkeley Free Press. Sorry, no, Charles, for the steal here. Uh, the I don't know this one. I um, is it the L.A. Daily News? No, looking for the Los Angeles Star. Well, things are looking pretty up for me. I stole three from him. Okay. last. Uh, this is the last run, and this one's mine, right? Yeah, this is your choice. So uh, any questions you don't get right, pass on to Dez for a chance to redeem himself here, the same way that you stole his. Oh, I, I, I know that song. You're, you're going to hip-hop, right? No. That is not a hip-hop song. That was a that Jurassic Park Harry song, po my friend. No, it's the Harry Potter theme. Harry ah. Potter. Let's go to Harry Potter. Saying all John Williams scores sound alike. And they <laughs> can all be used in Westerns. They can all be used in Westerns. Like, imagine this. Imagine that that there's the, you know, in Westerns, there's usually in the middle of a Western, there's a, there's a scene, there's the big ride scene when, when the protagonist and all his friends ride somewhere on horseback. Mm -hmm. Imagine, imagine like that scene, but it's the Raiders march. All right, Charles, Harry Potter, starting off easy here. What is the name of the school of witchcraft and wizardry that Harry Potter attended? Hogwarts. That's correct. In a classic scene from the first movie, Hermione corrects Ron's pronunciation of what incantation for the levitation charm? Wingardium Leviosa. That's correct. When Tom Marvolo Riddle became the Dark Lord, he rearranged the letters of his name to spell out what declarative sentence? I am Lord Voldemort. That is correct. What spoken phrase is used for the killing curse? Arvada Kedarva. I'll give that one to you. It's just pronunciation on that that would be different. Avada Kedavra. 
What two wizarding schools compete against Hogwarts every five years in the Triwizard Tournament? Uh, oh, great. Uh, talk about talk about bad pronunciations. Okay. There's uh, Durmstrang, the one that's easy to pronounce. And let's see, how do you pronounce the other one? Is it Bobatons? Bobatons is correct. And uh, Des, can you name the champions of those schools? Yes, so the Durmstrang champion was Victor Crumb, and the Bobaton champion was Fleur de la Cour. Yep. And Des, I have some bad news. I've been outsmarted. No, I have, I have not been outsmarted. Your job was to outsmart me, and you failed. Don't worry. It's a, it's a setback, but I'm coming for you next time, Charles. I'll be back. We'll see what he does in his next appearance. Join us next week for another episode of Outsmart Charles. <laughs>